0: Welcome back to the Quacked Out Podcast. Uh, I'm Charlie Folkstead, as always, joined by Reed Tingley. Um, The Ducks got a win over Fresno State today, 31-24. to I ideally would like to spend a minimal amount of time talking about this game um, based on recent events that have just occurred. We're recording this Saturday night. Uh, But that's mostly just like I'm willing to discuss it. Um we learned a lot from this game. We almost lost this game. Uh there were a yeah. couple different moments where I was definitely not the only one like shitting bricks. Like I was I was getting real nervous. Lots yes. lots to talk about. <laughs> I'm just I'm sorry, I'm trying to like not explode in laughter because what we've just witnessed is one of the One of the all time Husky moments, I think. Um, 100%. Because there is nothing you can say to make this any better if you're a Husky fan. Um, Absolutely nothing. Like, there's no excuse, man. You lost to Montana. They just keep
1: finding a way to somehow top themselves every year. It's just so, it's been Cal so many times but montana is just it's a whole nother level yeah it's Ranked. a new low after Somehow. all that they talked this year after so many people in their program said this was the year for lake yep. like the recruiting talent was still there and this was the year to write the ship for him in the program and kind of save his save the future of the program if they can win this year and then Take that on the trail, and then to start it off with just <laughs> <laughs> one of the most embarrassing losses they probably. I mean, it's just I don't I don't know. It's,
0: They're calling it the worst loss in program history. Um, I it probably is I, the most. I don't know how it gets much worse than that. Like your in terms of pre- loss to an FBS team or FCS right. team. Sorry, right? Sorry. Yeah. Um, like, Yeah, we didn't look great against Fresno, but shoot, I mean, Fresno's like a you know, so, mid, to, mid to high tier group of five team. Yeah, um, right. USC had their struggles at, at times against San Jose State, like, they're in the same tier as Fresno in my mind. Like,
1: Fresno, yeah, I think Fresno is probably a little better.
0: Montana, right. bro, <laughs> Montana, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, we, we can get to that a little later on, um, obviously UCLA game just finished up. We'll talk about that as well. Clemson UGA, all that jazz, bunch of PAC 12 games going on as we speak. Um, so maybe we'll touch on those towards the end, but, um, let's get into this, this Oregon game that happened today. Um, I think they're, you know, after, like I basically I'll say it like this, like this day just kept getting better and better. Um, (laughs) And it started off not so great. Uh, Oregon, obviously, you know, beating Fresno, as I mentioned, 31 to 24. Like, there are some positives we can take from this. But I think the biggest takeaway is that is also the biggest frustration. And that's quarterback. Like, the biggest, like, argument and discussion of the entire offseason has been about Anthony Brown. Can he be quarterback one? Um, he did not look like quarterback one today. I think it's safe to say that, um, yeah, he had, a, he had a couple good throws and stuff, but yeah. Give me your take. Yeah. I mean, part of what was really frustrating
1: for me is one, I, I mean, I, he didn't look like quarterback one. That's the first thing that has to be said. And the outcome today isn't acceptable for our talent level at all. It, it was a disappointing day they got the win in the end and in college football, sometimes that's just what you have to do and move Mm -hmm. on from there. But it, it wasn't a good performance from this team at all. Um, And there, you know, as we are now a top 10 roster talent wise in the country, this is, you know, not how we should be performing even against a Fresno state team that I think is pretty solid. I think is, Mm -hmm. you know, has a great chance to win the mountain West this year. And, Um, It'll be really interesting. They play UCLA, I believe, next week. Mm -hmm. So that will be a really good measuring stick for Oregon. But in terms of the quarterback competition, like you said, you know, it's the talk of this offseason for so long. And what I was really frustrated with was that I felt like we didn't even get to see um, AB kind of try to make all the throws. You know, it was Mm -hmm. kind of just an assumption that he was being handcuffed because he couldn't do it. And he had some good throws. Like you said, he hit, you know, the one to Johnny Johnson uh, for the touchdown, Um, his lone touchdown on, on, in the air was a great throw. I thought, you know, or, or a pretty good throw. And and he had a lot of throws that were pretty decent. Um, But it was just so safe and conservative. So many times he was Mm -hmm. just throwing within five yards of scrimmage. It felt like was 90% of his passes. Um, yeah. And so why was that? Is that cause Brown just can't throw it deep? I'm not, I think a lot of people are rushing to that conclusion yeah. and I'm not sure that's completely true. Um, because I think he's hit some deep balls, um, both here and at Boston college. Is it a confidence issue with him? You know, I, I think we need to – I haven't done a rewatch yet. I've been watching all the other football today. Mm-hmm. I, I really want to look at the film and see what were the throws that he wasn't making, wasn't comfortable throwing out there, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, it, I mean, it was crazy that, you know, Fresno State, it seemed like there were so many easy throws that they made over the middle where a guy – was barely within five yards of them or something Mm. and you know i think it's easy when you're in kind of the mindset of of your tracking organ you know it always kind of is that effect where it always seems like your receivers aren't that open and their receivers are open um i think as when you're kind of watching through that biased lens but at the end the result you know who's ever faulted is the result on offense just wasn't acceptable the defense came out and put the offense in a really good position early with those turnovers and even bailed them out late with that turnover. Um, and so Oregon's offense, you know, based on those breaks that the defense kind of t- took or made for it, it um, you know, it this wasn't a good performance for them at all. And mm-hmm. every play seemed like it was either that short pass or it was a dive play right down the middle. Like you know, like, has, was the frustration the entire time under Arroyo? Yeah. And so that – people say, oh, is this like – you know, clearly the play calling suggests we're not confident in Anthony Brown. Well, you could have applied that same argument to Herbert in 2019. Mm-hmm.
0: It looks and the we, exact same. Yeah.
1: And we know Herbert can throw a deep ball, right? You yeah. Know, so, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know Herbert doesn't lack in physical gifts as a quarterback, obviously. So, what's going on there? Is it a crystal ball problem? Is the scariest thing you know? And That is the
0: scariest thing. Yeah, and unfortunately, um, like a lot of what we saw today, even outside of the play calling, was like, you know, for the biggest thing that comes to mind for me is like, offensive line is his uh, calling card, right? Like, right. That's always been Mario's biggest strength. Even you know, even with Herbert, like we had that insanely good offensive line and we i think a lot of duck fans and we were definitely both like guilty of this kind of just assumed the offensive line would be good um yeah. and it wasn't it was fucking terrible today like <laughs> the offensive yeah, line was trash um yeah. but yeah like you mentioned like those play calling concerns now that we've seen it over multiple coordinators like you got to wonder how much of that is mario's like kind of personal philosophy about how he wants to run the program versus like, was Joe Moorhead just being conservative and kind of, you know, assuming we would eventually out muscle them. Right. And I think people
1: get this read that I'm being like an optimist because I say, Oh, I don't like, I think Anthony Brown actually isn't horrible and could maybe complete a deep ball. I don't, I don't totally know. I need to see more, but I think that's a possibility and people think, Oh no, Anthony Brown isn't good. Did you watch the game? And, but I think what I'm saying is almost more troubling because what if it's not as simple as you put Ty Thompson in there and mm-hmm. the offense yeah, opens up? Yeah. And I yeah, that's I the biggest
0: thing is like the people who are complaining. Sorry to interrupt again, but the people complaining about this are like, what? It's, it's pretty obvious that they're just looking for an argument at this point. Right. Like, they're just trying to pick a f- pick fights with people and, you know, be the, you know, sit on your high horse. Okay, like, check off your confirmation bias when Brown, like, misses a couple passes. Um, and again, like, as we opened with, like, he wasn't QB. He did not come out and grab the quarterback position, like, by the throat today. Like, he didn't look like QB1. But, um, I mean, who's to say that, thompson butterfield ashford anybody else is going to be any better right that's what i'm
1: saying and and, you know i mean we'll see you know it was his first full start and in the end they came out and got the win you know and and i know people don't want to hear it but plenty of ranked teams struggled today or this weekend you know Mm -hmm. usc struggled for a bit washington is a glaring example obviously but (laughs) North Carolina struggled. Iowa State struggled, Who was a really good team. Oklahoma struggled mm-hmm. against my two-lane Yeah, green bro, wave. the green wave
0: showed out today. Those beautiful blue, they, blue uniforms, those are awesome. They were within a
1: yard on that fourth down yeah. of having the ball. And Oklahoma felt like they like was struggling to stop the offense, which is actually pretty decent um, at two-lane. But they would have the ball 40 yards from scoring to go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, like even Oregon today almost didn't, I don't know, just cause of how the math broke and stuff. I never felt overly scared that we were going to lose this game.
0: Yeah. I had a weird sense of calmness about right. it. I, I mentioned how, you know, I was very nervous earlier, but still it, I mean, I don't know that fourth down was really the the one where I was like, okay, if we don't get two yards here, like we are screwed. We, we need yeah. to make a play and then Brown scores a touchdown and you're just, Oh, like, thank God. Wash that off. Be done with it.
1: Um, That was awesome from Brown. I mean, yeah, it was. His and struggle with his, that was like big yes. play, big moment. Like, and it was weird too. I, I, I couldn't, you know, I was a little frustrated It felt like a lot of the reads were going to the running back. I mean, mm-hmm. it felt like we just carried it down the middle so many times, which of course is the, is every Oregon fans go to complaint. Um, I mean, Brown ran it a lot, was a big development, a lot more than Shuck or Herbert ever did 16 carries on the day. Yeah. Um, but he other than you take away that 30 yarder and his total is down to 26 yards rushing so he wasn't that successful on his carries um in the grand scheme of things but it was a lot of for Dell and die 31 mm-hmm. carries in total averaging together like four and a half yards that was that felt like I saw that play you know I <laughs> the numbers don't lie. I felt like I saw that four and four or five yard carry up the middle mm-hmm. about 30 times. It probably felt like I saw more than that. Um, yeah. So yeah. what were those reads? Was Brown? Cause you can't get RPO reads wrong at a certain point. Like you're, you're not allowed to, if you're going to be a QB one of an offense. Um, I think
0: what you're trying to say, well, yes. And especially in the horseshoe. Um, right. Right. <laughs> um, and so was Brown
1: getting those reads wrong was Fresno state just giving us that up the middle, which if they were doing that, you know, I'm not surprised that Chris ball. I mean, that, that dude loves to run up the middle for five yards for whatever reason. Like, (laughs) so
0: I'm not surprised he's just
1: willing to take it. And and the the other thing is like,
0: it depends on, I, I think the, the perception of a play like that is very much carried by, you know, we talk about this all the time. It's like the Oregon fan has a very interesting perspective on what football should look like because we were so spoiled in the chip era. I mean, right, five yards up the middle would have looked like freaking gold for Clemson today. Like, right. If in case you missed it, like they had two yards of rushing all night, like at the high, right. like high end levels of college football. I mean, Which, by the way, it was pretty clear today that we are not at yet. Um, Yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff is totally unacceptable. We'll get into the Georgia game
1: later. But, I mean, that game was an eye-opener for sure. Did you have that? I had that moment during that game, probably mid-second quarter, where I went, oh, oh shit, we're Clemson next year. Except we're not (laughs) as talented as Clemson. but We actually play them in Atlanta to open next season like holy Damn, shit. you
0: know what for some reason i haven't thought about that at all any point today yeah whatsoever and i've been like the most vocal person out there about talking about that game um, yeah i forgot i was just scared so shitless up for and, game. And,
1: and like mid-second quarter i was like wait like, i was like like i was like oh it kind of sucked to like this georgia team looks good i'd hate to play them and i was like uh oh. Oh, uh, that's what that's what's we're in store yeah. for in a year. Yeah.
0: Um, they looked real good. But, but back back to this game, yeah. real quick. Like Fresno had a you know pretty decent stuff rate. Uh, they had better power success than us. Like um, they they played the week before too. Like that does matter. Again, like yeah. I'm not trying
1: to make excuses and the result isn't acceptable, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're just trying to explain it, you know, they had played the week before us. Another factor that people bring up is like, is Oregon's playbook vanilla because, um, because Ohio, because we're saving for the Ohio yeah. State. And so this is the other point I want to make really is I don't think I ever said this on the, on I don't think I said this on our Friday podcast, but I had meant to was ultimately going into the Fresno State game, how I measure success is entirely based. On what we do in Ohio State in Columbus mm-hmm. versus Ohio State, really, mm-hmm. this whole off season has been geared towards putting the best possible product on the field against Ohio State and playing a competitive game there. Yep. And the schedule sets itself up so that we do, do focus on that. And if it doesn't go well, we stand up, we wipe our dirt off ourselves for three easy games against Stony Brook, Arizona, and Stanford. Then we have a bye week and then we gear up for the real conference schedule after that.
0: But it's nice to it's nice to check Stanford off now as an easy opponent, by the way. Yeah, they like going. Today. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but ultimately you can't keep pushing the ball down the road. The Ohio State game, we can't kid ourselves, is the game everyone's had circled for two years. It was delayed last year, and now mm-hmm. it's again like our focus has been on this game for so long. So there's there at, when we're recording this a week from now, there can't be any like, okay, maybe next week, you know, yeah. Yeah. that's the game. And so I'm willing to excuse everything. If we win to you know in the horseshoe next week.
0: Oh, who I gives will, a shit how I many mean, points we Dutch beat? Fans, yeah. We'll excuse
1: yeah. absolutely everything we saw today.
0: Basically. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Who cares? So in that respect, you know, I, I don't want to be overly harsh, but it wasn't a good sign at all. Um, I do think Oregon can be competitive. There were moments, I mean, when Kayvon was out there early in the game. Oh, dude, when we were when dominating. And, when Kayvon and Noah get those back-to-back turnovers, there's that moment in my head where I'm like, holy shit, we've arrived. We look like – I mean, that, that was like this is what Georgia would do to – to Fresno State, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and then that quickly faded, right? But that was, <laughs> you know, but, like, in that moment, it was like, oh, wow, we are just, like, these are, Kayvon and Noah are absolute dudes, like, just dominating in a college football game. And then, you know, I mean, Kayvon's a really good player, for those who didn't know, for those last <laughs> year who thought he was underwhelming. Just because he played four eye and didn't folk didn't like had his stats got double team, yeah. He's an
0: inc-
1: he's an incredibly important player to our defense. This say obvious, but I mean the I don't think it's a coincidence that the complexion of this game shifted 180 degrees when he was off the field, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and frankly, if he's not on the field for Ohio State. That you know hurts us it, <laughs> immensely. It it I mean I don't want to say we have no shot, but
0: I mean the defense was not... quite leaky once he left it. Um, and even yeah. like when he came back in, and you could tell he was still not a hundred percent. Like, yeah, we were getting like it was it was not good. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't. <laughs> Do you want to just get into the, um, timeline a little bit here? Uh, yeah, let's get, maybe, maybe we can throw some of these opinions in on the way as well. Yeah. Uh, opened up Fresno get, gets the ball first, uh, back-to-back punts for both teams, neither room three and three and outs, but they kind of felt like three and outs, uh, that first defensive possession in particular felt really good. Um, cause it ended on a Braden Swinson sack of Jake Hainer. yeah Yeah. Um,
1: that was awesome.
0: Yeah, felt sweet.
1: Uh, even we had, the first offensive possession was fine. Like, you know, yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't we gained perfect, some yardage, but yeah. gained some yardage, flipped the field, like, first possession of the year. I was like, okay, that's fine.
0: Yeah. Um, even before, like, even before anybody touched the ball on either team, Camden Lewis had a touchback on a kickoff. Uh, so that yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Which we, we can get into that a little later. <laughs> Um, Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, we, you know, we pin him back deep, instantly force a fumble on the first play. That was the KT strip sack, Um, which, I mean, like you're saying, man, like if you didn't think the hype was real, like this, this is a pretty good indicator for you that like, yeah, this guy, this guy can be a number one draft pick. Like he can, he is a complete game changer. Um, just beats the left tackle one-on-one and knocks the crap out of Hayner. Like, um, so good. yeah. Funa recovers the fumble, takes it down to the three. We're in business in a weird way though, I was kind of irked about this because I really wanted to see the offense back out there, um, yeah. in a, you know, a scripted situation. Cause at this point, you know, your, your drives are still scripted. Um, but obviously not when you're just punching it in from the three-yard line. But even, uh, like, it
1: taking us three plays for CJ to punch it in. Yeah. It's kind of a bad moment. Oh but Like, they should be so deflated after that strip sack. Like, that's a walk-in touchdown. If your O-line can – I mean, it just should be a walk-in touchdown, period. Yeah, your yeah. O-line should get a push. And it's – I mean, CJ Verdell is, is supposed to be – you know, the CJ conversation is, is tired a bit at this point. I, I mean, he yeah. does some things well. He's supposed to be a good downhill back, especially. I mean, he's supposed to be able to power through there. It seems like, um, if anything, you know, and so.
0: It's the type it's of thing just... where it's super unencouraging because you look across the country and see what Ohio State did against Minnesota. And you're like, oh, crap literally any three of those running backs could like break a play and break for a touchdown at any point. I'm not saying CJ and Travis can't do that, but it's almost like you expect greatness from those running backs. And I don't know, maybe I'm just reading into it too much. And maybe I'm like overhyping them, but those people like the type of guys who could start anywhere and CJ and Travis have never really looked like that for me.
1: Yeah. That's the brutal truth of it. And they've done well and and contributed a ton during their time here, but that's just being honest. They, I don't think they're the type of backs where, you know, the defense holds their breath every time they get a touch.
0: Yeah. They
1: they just aren't, you know, in comparison to those guys that that we saw at Ohio State or players that Oregon's had in the past, um, obviously, with a ton of running back talent in our history. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, and that's the other thing too, where we'll get to kind of the MVPs later, but where was the young talent today even? Yeah. We didn't get it. We didn't get a touch for Benson or Cardwell uh, or or 7. No, nope. we didn't. Troy Franklin didn't get a touch. Dante nope. Thornton didn't Didn't get even a get touch. a
0: target, I don't think.
1: Yeah. I can't remember one. That was strange. Uh, Ferguson and Mata Val were Were targeted both, but that they catch passes
0: though. (laughs) I don't even know.
1: Ferguson caught one, but um,
0: yeah, that was really
1: strange. I mean, why was was maybe Franklin was dinged up? Is all I can think of. But he was supposed to, and he was out there a bit, but not much. And it seemed like was the weird thing. But I mean,
0: named the starter a few days ago.
1: Like, yeah, he he was named. He was literally like named the starter which Cristobal doesn't take lightly. He'll do mm. anything he can to clutch to another one of those oars on the organizational track. Like yeah. yeah, honestly. If it,
0: <laughs>
1: if, so I'm just conf, – I'm confused, completely yeah. confused why, why Franklin or Thornton didn't have a bigger role in the offense today or why you wouldn't test it out, you know – McGee or Cardwell, just to see can they give us something? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, you, I will I mean, say. Old, can I name one yeah.
0: guy, one young guy who I thought played really well today? Yeah, Flo. Flo had a great game. Had <laughs> the stupid you so? penalty. You thought he? You thought Justin Flo had a good game today? It's the type of thing where <laughs> <laughs> I'm being
1: sarcastic, but <laughs> but do your bit. Yes,
0: it's it's the type of thing where like. And obviously, like, we're laughing because we talked about this before we started recording, but led the team in tackles by a lot. He had 14, Um, but they were the type of tackles where, like, Fresno would get a chunk play or a first down or even, like, one of those, like, five or six yard passes that they were just eating us up with. And Flo would be the guy getting the tackle. And it's like, oh, you don't really, like, applaud him. You know, you don't really... Think about that as a good play for somebody, um, but you know, a tackle's a tackle. Like you got to earn it. Yeah, uh, we saw LSU trying to tackle today; didn't go so well for them. Um, that part
1: was that I will say that part was better today than you know, in verse verse um, Cal and Oregon State last year. Jesus, tackling I mean, could it get game. worse
0: last year? Right, <laughs> right. Games.
1: But the tackling wasn't a problem today. It just I felt like, and again, you know watching live is tough to be honest i'm ex- i'm and we'll have more kind of teased out thoughts when we each do a rewatch or two before our tuesday show yeah but it seemed like there's so many catches in the middle of that defense where fresno just had had a guy without someone within 3 or 4 yards of him
0: mm-hmm. um, exactly
1: yeah once the guys got there, they tackled fine. We didn't whiff that many times of tackles. Sewell had a few where he overshot guys because he was overeager like he often does for all his talent. he I mean yeah, that, that, one is, that is the biggest broken weekend. play third down was was um, I think what on maybe that was the first points that Fresno had was that drive or maybe maybe that was to give them six, but they had this third down. Um, where they completed a big big play Yeah, no, you're right. It's, it was their
0: first points. Uh yeah, and Sewell was right. In drive.
1: Yeah. Sewell was right in his face to snuff it out. Um and he just goes right by him to the right. You know, he just allows one said sidestep to get him off balance when it's like there wasn't really any rush. He got right in there. Yeah. No one was in position to make a catch, you know. If he just had to and he can make the tackle, obviously, but he just was, you know, trying to throw him to the ground or something and just allows, you know, a simple composed quarterback to take one sidestep and to take him out of the play and then scramble and complete a
0: 39-yard pass. Mm-hmm. We should um, mention, I mean, not that – I'm not excusing this play by any means, but Jake Hander played great today. Um, yeah he was probably the best player on the field other than cave like KT. Cave yeah. Yeah. Left, yeah. Like he was awesome. Um, so good for him, I guess, but at least he's not doing it in a. And, and again, season. I,
1: I do think Fresno is a, gr- is a good team. Like I, I think they're yeah, going to win yeah. the mountain West. And I think there's a good chance they're a top 30, maybe top 40 team. Uh, could I mean, yeah, higher yeah, because they're in the Mountain West, like, yeah, so think about think about the usual Mountain the West football. champ is
0: like top 15 or so, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm not prescribing that to them right now. But I'm saying like, yeah, their ceiling is totally like, maybe low, maybe low end New Year's six high end bowl game.
1: Like, so there is there is a possibility that this game is looked on more favorably in the future. If they play UCLA well next week, then it starts to seem all right. I mean, at that point, people will be more focused on the Oregon-Ohio State result than anything. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you know, you get the getting the win is important because no one will care about the Fresno State game in five exactly, weeks. Exactly, yeah.
0: And also, let's take a step back here. If we're being completely honest with ourselves, this is the first, like, legitimate college football game that we've seen this team play pretty much ever. Um, well this team literally ever but like last year as we've mentioned so many times before no spring camp no off-season training no off-season workouts like that you can't really draw any conclusions from that and I think we're seeing that come out in the perceptions of teams right now being skewed across the country rankings are you know questionable at best um, yeah certainly different and like for all the things that we can talk about and that we have talked about over the summer, like you got to see it on the field. Um, you really can't, you know, we can speculate all we want, but we don't have any real judgment of what happens until we check the tape. Um, yeah. Which will be valuable
1: in this game. I mean, another thing I do want to say kind of big picture is what's the, you know, what is the problem with crystal ball? Because, the culture is fine. I mean, it's it's little things, but people and, you know, the players and media availability and players tweeting things out after the game, it, it's little things. But I think there is a strong culture at Oregon and a belief in Cristobal and the staff and this program amongst the players, mm-hmm. um, which can't be said everywhere for sure. Um, but. You know, is if Cristobal is that conservative offensively, he starts and the recruiting's obviously great with Cristobal. Um, but he starts to feel like <laughs> it's ironic to say this now, but like Kirby Smart, except without <laughs> such a talent for defensive X's and O's or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. But you know, a talent for crafting. I mean that defenses. that's always
0: been the biggest knock on Mario's is in game coaching. Um... Right. We saw that in his and, first ever like conference game at Oregon against Stanford. Like we've seen that against Oregon state last year against Cal. Like those are the type of things where like your offseason reps don't really matter. It's like the decisions you make as a coach in the game. Right. Um, and yeah, I, I've never really been super impressed with those. So I don't know, long-term like, you know, no, I'm not even going to make that
1: point. It's the first game of the damn season. Um, Is there anything else you want to touch on in terms of the plays here, or do you want to?
0: Yeah, I was kind of uh, looking down the timeline. Um, the game heated up, obviously, before the end of the half. Uh, personally, I, I'm assuming you were watching this in a nice, comfy space. I went to a bar hoping to, like, catch a, you know, keep an eye on the Penn State game and watch some other games. Of course, you know. Shout out the commissioner in Brooklyn. Uh, great bar, but they didn't have Pac-12 network, <laughs> which is just like the fun. Like I was, I was laughing. Um, came prepared, had my portable charger. I watched it on my phone. Couldn't take notes. Couldn't tweet about it. Couldn't read what other people were talking about. Really, um, and I also as a result, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's so toxic. And like, if you're streaming it, like you're gonna find out what happens before it happens. Um, but as I was saying, as a result, I missed the, the actual touchdown play from Fresno at the end of the half, but I did see the flow penalty that basically gifted them the ability to do it. Um, and that I was pretty pissed about because like, that's just a, Oh God, I don't even want to, I don't, I don't even want to get into it. It was just stupid. Um, He absolutely
1: should have been suspended for the game.
0: (laughs) Just, like, what are you doing, It's just the reality
1: of it. It's like, I mean, he just plays with his hair on fire and is always looking to make a play, but, like, that's why they have rules, like, targeting. Yeah, that's some shit that uh, looks really cool on Huddle.
0: Like... Yeah. Um... (laughs) All right, the second... (laughs) Let's just get through this. Um uh second half uh we we go for it on fourth down at the fresno 14
1: and cj just fucking (laughs)
0: trips he just falls down before he even gets the ball um yeah so i i was a big proponent of like, go for it throughout this game and definitely throughout yeah. the Georgia game later on. But I, I wouldn't have minded kicking a fuel goal here considering game state. Um, nine point lead is nice. It's, you know, you're, you're sitting or wait, that would have been an 11 point lead at that point. Yeah. Excuse me. So yeah, I'll, I'll take the 11 point lead. Um, It is annoying though to be all the way down at the 14 and then not.
1: Well, (laughs) put it. I mean, it just, if that happens next week, I mean, again, it's all about next week, really. And if, if we have a fourth and one that we need to convert and we trip, you know, and CJ trips, turf monster, bro.
0: And honestly, considering like the. the way our offensive line played i wouldn't have been i wasn't confident in the first place that we were going to be able to run it for a first um yeah yeah it was the sort of thing where like you're kind of banking on the law of averages to catch up talent wise and like us to take over and the scary part is that never really happened in this game um yeah i mean at the that last drive i felt like we started to
1: get some more or or the um i guess it was the second to last drive with the field starting to get a couple more chunk plays i mean yeah not really but kind of
0: (laughs) yeah i mean that was more so just like i felt like that was cj just doing some great uh yeah downhill running um yeah, they're just – they're that old adage of,
1: like, the, the four- and five-yard carries start to break into, like, eight- and ten-yard carries. Exactly, yeah. Started and CJ's to become really a little good at
0: throw. that. Yeah. Um, um, but still, I mean – Even on the touchdown drive, though, like, do you remember how that drive started? Solid got called for holding on the first play. The first play. I was like, are you freaking – Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, we're in a tie game against – fresno fucking state and we have a potential drive killer on the first play the right first play um moving it from r40 to r30 uh, And in terms
1: of i mean in terms of i'll just spoil my mvp pick on the offensive <laughs> side right now johnny yams johnny John, yeah johnny yeah. johnson yeah i mean He was the (laughs) deuce. Saved our asses. I mean, there was two times where we really needed to do something on offense. I felt like we needed a drive at the end of that first half. He got open and made a good catch to score the touchdown. And I felt like we needed a drive, obviously, at the end of the game. And, you know, if he doesn't make that 30-yard catch and run, who knows what, who knows how I, I don't this thing think ends about up. It,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We might be staring down the barrel of 31-24 on the other way. Honestly, like, here's the thing is if you told me at any point in this game uh, that the score was going to end 31-24 to and you wouldn't have told me who won, I would have <laughs> I mean, I would have been beside myself because that sounds like a score that sounds like an upset score, doesn't it? 31 to 24. <laughs> like it, it's just very, very unnerving. Um, but yeah, so in that drive I was talking about, uh ducks make it out of their first and 17 with a big 30-yard catch by Johnny Johnson. Um, we have a pretty stagnant, like <laughs> makings of a, of a three and out emerging. After that, well, it wouldn't be three now by then, but yeah, um, uh, Die gets six yards on third and eight, which is maybe deserves its own episode or even podcast about running the ball on third and eight. Uh, it was pretty obviously four down territory though, so I can excuse that, I guess. Um, it, it, yeah,
1: it, it, yeah. I mean, I guess it was. I was worried because I'd heard that Camden
0: had been hitting fifty oh, yarders in God. practice. So I was like Dude, let's let's just do this right now, man. I, I love that Mario can trust his players. I love that he can instill confidence in his players. I do not want to see Cam Lewis, Cam, fuck, dude. I can't even talk right now. I, I don't want to see Cam Lewis on the field, man. It just it, give him the kickoff ex. duty and leave it yeah. at that. Like the extra no, points were still scaring it's, me it's, shitless. And even, like, the chip shot field goal was, like, scary. Um, He just knuckles
1: every single kick. The knuckles. I mean, it's just the ball is just
0: moving all over the place. The ball is dancing. We were at the Fresno 36 at this point. So, help me with some math real quick. What's 36 plus 17? That's uh, 53. 53 no one on this roster is making a 53 yard field goal. I, I don't even trust Cattleman to do that. Um, So yeah, the I'm just not, not a huge fan of the of this run on third and eight, but um, Brown saved our asses in the end. Something that we, a point that we well, almost came to earlier in the game that I want to uh, talk about real quick is that a, so much of our focus on Brown has been whether or not he's better than Thompson that we've, really haven't discussed his like actual abilities as a dual threat quarterback. Um, Everybody knows about the accuracy problems. Everybody knows about like, maybe the reads aren't quite as sharp as they should be. Um, Lack of confidence, I guess. I mean, yeah, maybe, but
1: I mean, he didn't miss that many. I I have to rewatch, but I didn't feel like he missed that many throws today. Again, I I think he just didn't take
0: them. The examples I'm thinking of and, and picturing in my head, I think are just more of a confirmation bias than anything. And mind you, I didn't really have a confirmation bias. It was more of a storyline bias. Uh, I'll put yeah. it that way. I'm excited um,
1: to watch. Like, I I don't know exactly what I'll see because uh, watching live just can be tough.
0: Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, we can plug, actually, we can plug QB11's uh, stream now because you work there. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah. that's what i'll be doing it i think he said 2 p.m tomorrow that's what yeah yeah what i'll be doing yeah so, qb11 over on twitch um if you want to know why probably knows but yeah
0: yeah but i mean if you don't and you want to know why like i don't know if you just want to learn more about football because honestly, i learn more every time i watch it um he's a former player and so he can dissect a lot of things um he he tweeted, too. QB tweeted,
1: put me in the anyone but Brown camp, I think he said. Yeah, that kind of
0: surprised me. Um, yeah,
1: he, he said some stuff about that. like I don't know. He said that in before sometimes. I always kind of wait to see what he says on the rewatch a bit because, uh, like anyone, I think he gets caught up. He, he said some things about Shuck. Last year, and then taking them back at times during the re the, during the film rewatch. So I'll be interested to see what he thinks of the film. But uh, I mean, there, he has to think something that leads him to say that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. All right let's let's get this timeline over with. Um, we score the touchdown. Three minutes left. Uh, they get the ball back. Start putting a drive together, and then. They really just shoot themselves in the foot. There's, there's not a lot of other ways to put this. Um, give up a sack. Doorless gets a big sack, and then fourth and ten becomes fourth and fifteen with a false start wait, penalty. Wait, who got the sack? Doorless is credited for it, which I don't <laughs> remember happening. But uh, oh, I, got I like I missed the I missed the number when it happened. But um, yes, of course, our, goat. Yes, we are presidents of the Brandon Doorless Fan Club. Especially Reed. I'm like vice president.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you're pretty much right. It was, it, it wasn't like our, I mean, it was basically that one play on the sack and then the yeah. last kind of combo. Like it wasn't like we just came out and shut it down immediately for sure.
0: Yeah. It was not a convincing defensive stop by any yeah. stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Um, Mind you, they they were at second and three at one point during this same like down and distance uh, right series. Jesus Christ, I can't talk. Um, uh, but yeah, well, the... <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, that's
1: really about it. I guess we can run through our offensive and defensive MVPs, but ultimately, when this game ended, the most important thing to me was first full college football Saturday back with non-conference slate in two years. Yep, and um, we don't
0: have to feel like shit all day.
1: Because yeah, we I was won like, instead of put losing. it out of my mind. I'm so excited for the rest of these games, and so that you know that was the biggest thing. But I'll give my my MVP pick. I guess real quick, I'll go. Johnny Johnson has to be it on offense, I think. Yeah. At least I think so. Yeah, um, we're gonna have the same piece. I well, I don't know who you're going with on defense. I'm probably going with Flow in the end. Um, okay. I guess Thibodeau like would be the would be the pick, but he, I mean, he was the most valuable for sure.
0: Yeah, and um, I mean, I'm I'm only going KT because of that strip sack. Um, yeah, that's basically a touchdown right there. Yeah, he just
1: was – when did he go out? Like, first quarter still, so, right? Or maybe early
0: second? I think I it was early remember. second. Yeah, yeah, I think it was early second. You, but, know who had, um, you know who had two tackles on the day? Troy Franklin had two tackles on the day. <laughs> Troy Franklin.
1: I, I was just looking to this. <laughs>
0: you know who else had two tackles? Mace Funa. <laughs> um, uh. Uh, oh, one one thing I forgot to mention. Um, I believe – Triquoise bridges got the first reps at uh, corner over Manning.
1: Yeah, yeah. I need to look at all that stuff. I need to look at the reps at corner, the reps on the D line, and the reps on the O line. I didn't really see, and at wide receiver.
0: Yeah, I was um, looking for snap count O-line, numbers, and I don't think I think
1: I think, think Jeremillo knows. played a bit on O line, which was kind of interesting. And then I don't know, I I don't know exactly how long Forsythe was out but uh, Jackson Powers Johnson came in as well i think at center for a period. Hmm. But it's i, I kind of gave up hope of of trying to keep track of that to be honest during the game but
0: i yeah that is i mean
1: kind of nerdy stuff about roster issues that i always enjoy. Oh same uh, yeah and that's something we we'll do on the rewatch.
0: That's stuff we always discuss if you're new here. Um, right we're not exactly hit day, but, uh, we do, you <laughs> no know, one is. No we're one, learning to no live up to that. Yeah, so honestly, nobody can. Um, yeah, to be honest, that was not something I could really track in the first half on my phone because I was watching the game on it. Um, also because yeah. the bar didn't have PAC 12 network, the bartender gave me a free drink because he felt bad. Um, Hey, and so that, and
1: kinda, you needed it. Oh, boy, did I, um, um Okay. Should we switch to the rest of this stuff now? We'll talk, we'll give our, the rest of our thoughts on, on Tuesday once we get a rewatch in, but I feel like we hit it mostly. Right. I think so. Yeah.
0: The last thing I'll say about this game is that um, I feel in a weird way, I feel like similar to after the Oregon state loss last year in terms of don't care what just happened whatsoever, go out there and win next week. Uh or, sorry, Cal, not Oregon State. Um, yeah. Obviously, next week never happened last year because uh, Washington got COVID and they couldn't play us for the de facto North title. But... Um,
1: no, you're right. It is a very similar situation to that, though, ultimately. That was the like, game that everyone had circled. And, and this Ohio State game is the ever, game everyone has circled, at least in the early portion of the season. So. Yeah.
0: For all my, like, two Timbers fans out there listening to this, it feels like after the Austin game where we lost to the worst team in the league and then we, you know, don't care, show up against Seattle, boom, we beat them in there Let's hope
1: yeah, – yeah, let's hope we get the equivalent of a 2-0 victory. For the <laughs> what would that be? Um, Ten-point
0: victory?
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: Honestly, maybe that like 2 0 was
1: more like 1 0 anyways, but. Maybe um, a little like 20, 24, like 14, or probably it's more than that. It's probably like 34, 24.
0: How about 10 to
1: 3? <laughs> somehow I feel like that won't be how the Ohio State <laughs> game goes next week. <laughs> somehow, somehow I have a feeling that our defense is going to be gashed at least once on a huge play.
0: At least once, oh boy, um, yeah, that's, that's that's a pretty fair assumption. Um, yeah, I've been. I mean, I've been starting my preview of Ohio, my opponent preview of Ohio State, and uh, dear God, I'm like having trouble fitting all these names. Like, I'm having to like exclude certain people from these graphs, like to literally right. have enough room. Um, right. They're just um, been fucking loaded, man. But let's not, I don't want to think about that. Let's,
1: uh... yeah, we'll handle that all Tuesday. Um, let's go through this slate though. So, first, I want to start off with um, we, we talked about everything on Thursday in the last podcast. If you didn't hear that, we talked a good bit about that Ohio State game um, that they played versus Minnesota. But Friday, I got to watch the, the final half of Virginia Tech, North Carolina from the plane back to Portland. Oh, nice, now nice. In Portland. Um, and so that was an awesome game, man. That mm-hmm. was so fun. Top 10 upset. Virginia Tech just delivered everything you could possibly want out of a uh, return to college football crowds. Yeah. And passionate fan bases, maybe outside of the health and safety protocol following portion of it but the yeah. uh energy and did they require vaccinations
0: it, or anything like that i wasn't keeping up on
1: it uh more just like people were packed in and almost no one was wearing masks well, yeah, it seemed yeah. like um but it you know it, it was a lot of fun to watch on tv for sure um that was awesome that could mean that oregon moves up to top 10 i don't know what these rankings will look like but i will say i think that a lot of pe- people nationally give a lot less of a shit about us looking bad against fresno state than our fan base does internally like like, <laughs> like 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 herb street even opened the georgia broadcast talking about it like not much but he just mentioned like oh oregon survived versus fresno state they have a big test next week like
0: mm-hmm. yeah I honestly I remember a lot of too.
1: People, honestly a lot of people just think like oh They kind of, like, got tested. They tripped up, but they were good enough to respond and play well. Like, that's what a lot of people take away from it at the end of the day. And as fans who watch the game three times, we pour over the nuances and and recognize that there were some really troubling things that happened in the game. But I'm not – it's not like they're going to drop us out of the top 20 or anything. We're probably going to be right – I mean, Wisconsin lost –
0: LSU lost. LSU lost.
1: Ahead of LSU lost. Miami
0: got crushed.
1: <laughs> Although, oh, like, can God. you
0: can you blame them? Like, this is the sort of thing where just give them like a pity rank, pity ranking. I um, think I was flipping back and forth. Maybe it was just
1: after. Maybe it was after the Oregon game went final or something. But I just f- flipped back on, and Miami is sitting is is putting on the turnover chain flexing and it is 27 to (laughs) three.
0: and then they had to put it back (laughs) did you see that they like god (laughs) there was a replay (laughs) there's a um there was a call to the booth and they had to put the turnover chain back in the box (laughs) it was so sad the dude like they literally had to take it off of the the guy and put it back in the box um just yeah that horrible that game was a good reminder that like we are a long way from the top um yeah man i i watched way too much of that game um for betting purposes i needed i should have just left it alone um under did hit so that was nice but uh what did
1: you think you just you just thought Bama was. They looked. Because honestly, I didn't watch as much of it as I should have. Oh, probably. dude, Bama and,
0: look insane. They. Yeah. I mean, they look like the best team in the country, from what I understand. I mean, you can't. I didn't watch Oklahoma. Kudos, but Duncan, you how good Miami call is? But Oklahoma yeah. that. Um,
1: oh no, dude! It yeah, just yeah. didn't matter. Like Bama were in. Were nuts. I mean, for for the for the record, neutral field, right? Is is how you power eight teams. Yeah, and usually home field advantage worth maybe about three points. (laughs) So you take that home field in Norman, (laughs) you flip that to home field in Tulane. That's which it should have been. Yeah, and Oklahoma only won by five. So I'm I'm claiming the Tulane victory in the alternate universe. I'm claiming one point victory. Tulane wins they they beat oklahoma
0: well if you beat number two that means (laughs) you know you should be at least number two right
1: at least
0: that's how that works at least
1: Um, they're also number two in jersey swag i will say
0: yes bro uniform swag they're number two icy oh my god those are beautiful um Oklahoma, sorry, we, we are numbered. Yeah, dude, you got to start claiming that. Like, <laughs> honestly, they're <laughs> so sick. Uh, Oklahoma postgame win expectancy in that game is 54%. Uh, for reference, the Ducks today was 66. So you think mm-hmm. we got scared? <laughs> oh
1: boy. Um, yeah. And two are two Wayne and Fresno are like very comparable teams in my mind. Yeah. Same. Same. Um, Tulane's pretty solid as far as a group of five team. And, and yeah, so is Fresno, like I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that Wisconsin, man, shot themselves in the foot so oh, many times for Spence State.
0: That was one of, like – I okay, I don't want to turn this into Charlie's betting podcast, but uh, <laughs> I, I will say I won, like, 10 out of 13 bets that I placed today. Um, wow. And Wisconsin was not one of them. I bet on Wisconsin to cover I, I i bet on them again
1: i think they're better they that, just kept shooting themselves in the foot but i think they're
0: a pretty good team if they clean those things up the bar i was at was full of penn state fans oh for really whatever fucking reason I, uh. apparently there's a high concentration of penn state fans in brooklyn but um yeah that was kind of annoying and because the other screen was Michigan. I don't know. It was really pissing me off. Great bar though. Uh, highly recommend the, uh, the commissioner anyways, just maybe not
1: for football on Saturday.
0: Well, no, even for that, just maybe not if you're a Pac-12 fan.
1: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> we talked about Bama, Miami. I mean, like oh, you Bama, said, Bama's yeah. got to stay number one. I didn't get to watch as much of it as I wish I had, but it, I mean, it just looked utterly dominant. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and i i expected bama to sputter a little bit i thought it might be more of like a a 10 to 7 game in the second quarter i mean I, mm-hmm. I you know i thought bama would pull it out in the end but for them to just go wire to wire absolute dominance you know after all they lost last season don't even skip a beat really it seemed like they mm-hmm. just were from from the first snap pretty much <laughs> Yeah. And as I texted
0: you, like the biggest reason that really the only reason that someone was willing to like, uh, not put Bama at number one, uh, was quarterback and wide receiver questions. Those questions were resoundingly answered today. Um, go just, just watch the highlights. That's all I have to say. Um, it's the type of thing where you could picture this happening against literally any team in America. Um, I don't think Miami are terrible. I think they're going to be Miami again, which is like nine-win team. Um, right. And like, we should Jesus, hit on – Jesus, man. Like the 94-yard pass from Young. Like, yeah. Bro. They look yeah. unstoppable. They look
1: scary. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, we should – obviously, the big game – there's are some more to gloss over here. Um, Iowa was dominant over Indiana. I thought that would be close. It wasn't. Iowa State was close with Northern Iowa, 16-10. to 10. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the deal is with Matt Campbell in the non-conference. They famously lost to Louisiana last season. Um, the announcer said their...
0: uh, it was always a close game between Northern Iowa and uh, Iowa State. Which, by the way, the Northern Iowa like initials obviously are UNI. and Can't get over that. Like, I don't, that's just funny to me. You and I podcast. That'd be like imagine if we were a Northern Iowa podcast, we would have had a name in like 10 seconds.
1: There you go. Um,
0: How are we not talking about Kansas, bro? Kansas. What do you want to say? Storming the field. Yeah. The resounding I've said resounding too many times. <laughs> incredible, improbable, unlikely 17 to 14 victory over South Dakota. Um There you that was, go. That was last night though. Uh in Michigan State beat Northwestern. I don't know if you uh, watched any of that. I'm more hyped on
1: our well, TCU had a good showing today. I didn't really watch it, but TCU dark horse and then our boy Tyler Shuck uh beat houston pretty handily too that was cool
0: yeah let me let me scroll up to find that line 231 and a touchdown not bad 38 Um, points on the board i don't know how he didn't have more than one touchdown but texas
1: texas looked good Uh, texas looked
0: good i had texas uh to cover and they
1: did um usc pulled away in the end It was a little hairy um but what, what do you say we just dive into this georgia clemson game real quick
0: yeah let's do that uh
1: I think that's been, what people want to hear. I've
0: been absolutely giddy about that. Um, yeah, man.
1: <laughs> Kirby, Kirby finally did it. I mean, it's not a national title, but this is... Sure geez, fucking it feels like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, validation, a, really. Uh, man, that defense looks scary. Like, um, I... I I was trying to – sometimes I do this, like, when I'm watching these kind of big marquee games. I try to picture Oregon doing what, like, a certain team is doing. Bro, nobody can do what Bama – or, sorry, what Georgia was doing on defense. Maybe Bama. Maybe that's the only one, maybe. But even so, like, we're talking about a team that gave up three offensive points. Um,
1: It's a really good team. (laughs) Clemson's very good.
0: Including on a short field. Uh, Clemson had the ball at the 50 at one point. But, like, I think that's the only time they crossed midfield the entire first half, I want to say.
1: It was a clinic. I mean, two yards rushing.
0: Two. Oh, my God. Jordan Davis, absolute animal. And that's kind of the target. That's kind of the matchup people were targeting before the game was, like, George's interior D line versus Clemson interior offensive line. Um, they just fucking dominated inside, outside, behind, e- everywhere. Like there were no big plays for Clemson the entire game. Um,
1: it's amazing. It's amazing to see a defense work like that. And, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you look at Georgia. For me, the gap is evident. I mean, the, the just the approach the defense has. I mean, Oregon's defense has a lot of talent, but something about Georgia just they looked so locked in. Just yeah, they like were the hungry, determination. Man. They yeah, didn't, they didn't just
0: want to beat like, Clemson. They wanted to like hurt Clemson. Yeah, they were just like
1: Clemson is not going to gain a yard all night. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was insane, and they had the key. They had the pick six too. Yeah, that was that shifted the whole game. I mean, that when you're difference, offense, literally
0: the difference in the game.
1: Yeah, I mean, like that Georgia defense seemed like they were like, we don't even need an offense. Yeah. Let's just line up defense for defense first. Your offense for sixty minutes, and give us a punter when we stop you, and we'll win. Like okay. you know what I just
0: realized. I, (laughs) we didn't mention Tom Snee's name once this entire podcast. Oh, right. That's a fucking embarrassment. I was ready to crown myself president of the Tom Snee fan club. Um, We failed Tom. But uh, yeah, that's pretty bad. That one's on me. Uh, But yeah, Kamara had a great game for Georgia. Punting wise, like they just, Clemson could not, like, I think DJU will be a great quarterback for them. I mean, they still have Justin Ross. Like, I, I think these guys will be making plays for them this year. And, yeah, I think Clemson will run the table still probably. But, like, they, Georgia was not giving them a fucking inch, man. I, I oh, usually I hate that. these type of games because, like, you know, no matter how hard you try, sometimes it's hard to watch a 10-3 to 3 game. But honestly, just just locking in on George's defense and just really watching it work, and especially like Jordan Davis in the middle, and uh, the linebacker whose name I for some reason can't remember right now, Nakobe Dean, like they were madmen. They looked was, like they it were. It was unreal. Oh, it was a, a gorgeous defensive display. Gorgeous.
1: To be to be honest, too, I mean it did just make. Me feel a little bit like less, like the Deruder hire. Like I have <laughs> in there, but like the th- shit that Georgia was doing, and you look at just like Kirby out there and fucking, the yeah. They have a thousand assistants on their sideline. Like it it's just looks like
0: it's a completely different level. The Everybody's dedication there,
1: in. yeah, like.
0: Even Bama today, too, they threw up that. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, ESPN threw up the graphic of Bama has three former NFL head coaches on its roster right now. One of them was like the fucking offensive line coach.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's insane,
0: man. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, it was Doug Marone.
1: Yeah, the dedication Um. there is just – it makes it look like it's a totally it different a sport. Different sport, yeah. What <sighs> I, I mean, respect to Georgia, those that was, that was crazy MFs did it. Like that was a. I mean, I thought that was awesome. There was that moment I was I was watching with some friends, and that moment when Clemson. The only moment I got scared was when Clemson drove a little bit and they were in the red zone. I think when they got their field goal. Yeah, they, that were, was that they had a goal-to-go situation. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, wait, if Clemson scores here, like, this is a game. And yeah. I'm like, what if Georgia loses this? I, I can't – I won't be able to make sense of this game. If Believe Georgia me, loses. I had
0: that thought too.
1: <laughs> like, they – and they've done this before. They – last year, they, they outplayed yeah. Bama for a half.
0: Well, maybe. They totally – I mean – I never had confidence that Georgia were going to win that game, bro. But they were starting stats.
1: I mean, going back to, you know, when they had Fromm and um, even when they had like Murray, they've outplayed, they've out, they played with Bama at least many times. Um, and Jordan looked,
0: Hare, like there's plenty of examples of Georgia just doing yeah. it at the end. So yeah, I was totally, I was fully prepared for another one of those to happen.
1: But they did it the question is, you know, you said it earlier, I think, I mean, if you don't have Bama in Georgia as you're one and two at this point, I think you're not really paying attention um, yeah. for anyone watching the sport. But you said, you know, Bama's offensive production, it looks like they can do it against anyone. Sadly, I think, you know, <laughs> just adjusting our our predictions after week one and looking back at it, like, I'm, I think I would have to pick Bama still over them.
0: It, yeah. Which
1: is insane to say given how dominant they looked on defense, but still Clemson, Bama's Clemson's offense is, offense is so not good. Bama's offense.
0: Yeah. Right. Bama's again, gonna so you know, far, like all of this comes hold, with this so far
1: Right. You do right. This could all change easily, but you know, you put the effort you just put out as Georgia, that like You played that amazing, and it's like you you hold damage at twenty one or something, and that's Mm -hmm. oh my god! But then, can Georgia's offense put up twenty one? No, like probably not.
0: And it's funny because I see, I, I, in a very very weird way, I feel like there was a lot of positives from Georgia's offense tonight. I mean, I I know, like (laughs) it it didn't seem it didn't seem like anyone was doing a terrible job. I mean, Daniel's ha- – I mean, you look at his line, 22 of 30 for 135. Like, that's not terrible. Um, and he had the one pick, which was pretty bad. But, like, 22 of 30, you know, on the surface, that's not bad. Their problem was none of them were farther than, like, five yards down the field. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a lot like Oregon's offense.
0: Oh, God. Um yeah, except you have fucking Zamir White, Kendall Milton, and James Cook in the backfield.
1: <laughs> um, I guess that would help.
0: <laughs> Again, all respect to CJ and and Travis. Like, I love those guys. Uh, they're some of my favorite players on the team, honestly. But, I mean, this is a different sport, man. Different levels.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for that Bama Clems- or Bama-Georgia game when we finally get it. it it's going to be good, but... Yeah. I'm sure everyone will be tracking it for a yeah. while. I mean, it, it's week one. You don't want to overreact. But those two teams looked a cut above um, mm-hmm. for sure. So let's just they, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, what we we're
0: going to say? I was going to – I wanted to do an exercise. I want to kind of f- flesh out this top five or top ten really because mm-hmm. I want to see if – I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think Oregon's a top ten team. But, I mean, looking at some of these other ones on here, you know, there were a lot of teams that had pretty bad weeks. Um, like yep. you said, Bama, Georgia, one, two, no question. Um, again, you like I think Oklahoma is a top four team, but based on what we saw this week, which is all we have to go off of, I mean, I'd put them lower. Honestly, A and M moves up. A moves up, hole. but do they pass Clemson? Like, Clemson's not. Don't get it twisted. Like, just because number five beat number three doesn't necessarily mean number three is overrated.
1: Yeah, um, I think they should, though. I think I think they should for now. I mean, I just down to four or at five. Clemson's schedule is so ridiculously bad.
0: Yeah, but you can't project. That's not allowed. Yeah, no, it, it, no, no, ranges. no. I know. Yeah.
1: I know. I know, I'm just saying, the, the, like I was talking, you know, with friends about it, like, does Clemson still make the playoff after this? And in one respect, it's kind of hard to imagine them not making the playoffs because, like you said, you know, I, I put them at five right now, probably. Um,
0: it's hard to exclude a team from the playoff based on this game. They lost I mean, by one score to what will probably the, be a playoff team.
1: Their performance tonight was more impressive than Oklahoma's was and potentially more impressive than Ohio State's was. I think I have Ohio State over them, AM over them. Um, How much did anyone by today? Th- uh, they won 41 to 10. Okay. So by default, they did their thing. Iowa State didn't look good at all, obviously. So I'm not. I'm not putting them ahead of Clemson. Since,
0: yeah, since he's got to go ahead of Iowa State. Haven't seen Notre Dame play yet. North Carolina lost, and that's your top ten.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and, I mean, Oregon is, is right there in terms of who you would be off your tongue to put next. Um, I mean, UCLA looked damn good tonight. I, I don't know if you can jump them all the way to the top ten, but they looked really good. Um do you want to talk to about that game right now? Uh, well, let's let's do this exercise and then okay, let's okay. hit on it. I guess. Just the other teams. I think Wisconsin looked like they could become a top ten team. I thought they should have. I don't know what the win expectancy on that was. I'd be interested if you we'll had look it. it. Up,
0: yeah.
1: Um, they looked like they could be good. Like that. Like that team that played us in the Rose Bowl was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Florida maybe. Miami looked bad. USC maybe LSU didn't look like top ten. Oh, Iowa <laughs> or Illinois or I mean Jesus Indiana didn't look top ten. Indiana Iowa
0: didn't look top fifty. Yeah, yeah. Iowa looked
1: good. They could maybe you know they've been top. They flirted with top ten in years past. They could be there. Um, Wisconsin post
0: game win expectancy eighty eight percent.
1: Washington I think had a really strong showing and top FCS top ten. I think it's kind of like the Clemson scenario, you know? Hey, a could be looking at a game. playoff
0: berth, you know? Yeah,
1: they could res- They could come back from that. I think CS that playoffs. you match that, you know, at the end of the season, you match up Washington and Montana again, and maybe, you know, Washington could pull the upset off.
0: Are you watching the Cal game right now by any chance? Uh, no, I don't have it up. What's going on? they so nevada's up 5 they threw cal gets a pick at the 1 yard line uh mm-hmm. so they they i think this has all been the same drive since that has happened and they just missed a field goal to make it a one field goal game so they're still down 5 to nevada in the fourth quarter at home hmm. um but yeah i mean on. i'm
1: i'm i'm not super surprised to be honest Maybe anyways you know. Top ten, top ten teams. We talked about the ones there already. The other ones you can consider, I think, at the end of the season right now that I'm keeping my eye on are Oregon, Wisconsin, Florida, USC, Iowa, maybe Penn State, maybe Texas, maybe UCLA. Okay, just that's like Was a Penn very. Penn State in that group. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a very fluid list, obviously, like very unofficial, very like back of a napkin type of thing. But like, mm-hmm. that's when I scan this list, who I kind of think of who's not in the top 10 currently. And Oregon's set up, I mean, Ohio State probably moves above Clemson. They maybe move above Oklahoma. M- maybe they're three next week. If I wonder.
0: Yeah. I mean, those are the kind of differences that will get sorted out throughout the year, sure. obviously. But I
1: am i mean, it just is about what what that yeah, game is yeah. when we play them. But um, I'm anyways. curious, uh,
0: would you be, if you put any real stock in rankings, uh, would you be mad if any of the following teams uh, were ranked above Oregon? Mm-hmm tomorrow uh let me me read my little list here uh penn state yes or no uh no 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 being it's
1: okay if they're ahead of us yeah i'll say it's okay instead
0: uh florida
1: yeah that's okay
0: really only put up 35 against fau today is that okay yeah yeah i mean it's fine okay okay uh usc
1: yeah I mean, really, I don't know.
0: I, I don't They're pre- pretty much the same, it, but yeah, that's why. I if asked. you
1: rank them ahead of, if, I mean, I don't think you should really like from this weekend say change your ranking, but like if someone really thought USC was better than us before the season and they want to like, they, that's fine. Like, I don't think this should change your perception of,
0: that's a good way of either
1: it, yeah. place that, you know, but it's not unreasonable, but keep going.
0: Iowa. Yeah, I thought. I mean,
1: who knows how good Indiana is, but they were really dominant today versus a team that people had ranked in the top twenty. So, I'm fine with that. Texas. Nah, and Texas.
0: Their defense uh, is good today.
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah, I just need to see. Texas, I get frustrated with the brands who are given the benefit of the doubts. I'm way more okay with Iowa going out and dominating Indiana and us putting them (laughs) high. And them. you know, if they turn out to be fraudulent, that's fine. But like Texas, if they just get vaulted into top 10 land again, just because they beat Louisiana, which Louisiana is good, but I mean, come on.
0: But again, we don't. We think they're good.
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um,
0: um, yeah, man. Uh, UCLA, UCLA you put ahead maybe? us too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering that as well. Um, um, so yeah, we can kind of. Does this change like your pick for the South at all?
1: I mean, UCLA look damn good. We should do a little Pac-12 update and get out of here. Yeah, that? that's
0: a good idea.
1: Um. um so now, let's talk
0: about that game, man. That was <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming you were the same. Like this was my second screen during the Georgia game. Um mm-hmm. and I and found I myself more LSD, glued to yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Um DTR threw like completed nine passes and he had three touchdowns at 260 yards. Um
1: it made me miss yeah. Chip, dude. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly looked what like I was going say Chip but, looked
1: like <laughs> Not not quite vintage chip, but he was in form. And I mean, it's just one of those things where it val you know, these games like UCLA's offensive performance validates all of the criticism that Oregon's offense gets. Mm -hmm. Cause it's just like there's no reason we couldn't put out a product like UCLA's really at the end of the day.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: And granted, we we might not have a
0: guy as talented as Charbonnet. Um, and he was awesome today, but that being said, like, what's the difference in a good versus great running back? Right. Um, yeah, he wasn't the end all be all difference in this game. I, I'm yeah, basically I mean, saying you, just, if you plug some... CJ Burdell in there, I think we could, you know,
1: I think right. we want still, and there's just no debate about the benefit of having explosive plays in your offense. Like it's just so mm. frustrating. Like that's th- kind of my the takeaway of the entire, entire weekend, loss fee. honestly. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like it's just about this idea. Is it would you rather bet on yourself to do the same thing in a row that's a little easier, but you have to do it 3 times in a row, gain 3 or 4 yards 3 times in a row, or would you rather just gain And then you have to do that, and then you have to do that 10 times in a row all the way down the field, or seven times in a row all the way down the field. Or you just have to get, like, three chunk plays and you score. And you can mess up every once in a while. Like, (laughs) the math proves that that's a much more effective offensive
0: strategy. And Oregon's
1: offense just always, even when we get to second and three, it's like, no, we – we still can't set up a play action and take a shot. Like, that's what I thought today was going to be like, we didn't like, even the spring game, we threw jump balls to Troy Franklin and stuff, or, Mm -hmm. you know, deep balls to like, why aren't we doing any of that? Why why is no one open downfield? Like we didn't have a single chunk on defense.
0: Why is everyone open downfield? Um, Yeah. In but UCLA ways,
1: looks damn good if it they, wasn't for they their schedule. Yeah, you know, I probably pick them against any team in the South. And damn, that I mean that Oregon UCLA game is—it's
0: it's looking tough. I, week seven, if it, was, yeah. if it was next week, I don't think we would be favored in that. Um, yeah, they look Max Johnson. they
1: dominated LSU on the on the on the lines. Yeah, really. and I mean
0: each line each you know in the first half, like each unit had its moments. Uh, there were right. some where LSU had some great plays and back and forth. That that's really what I think made it the most like entertaining game of the week or the day or whatever for me. Um
1: more fireworks than Georgia Clemson, but I, lo- exactly, I love yeah. that overall. But we haven't I'm had saying. one of those defensive brawls in so in so long of that magnitude, it felt like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah. so it was really fun. But but LSU UCLA was an awesome game as well.
0: LSU's backup quarterback, Max Johnson, uh throws 46 passes, completes 26 of them for 330 and three touchdowns. Uh had one pick as well. Another situation
1: um, where LSU just couldn't run the ball really.
0: Which is kind of the point I was going to get to earlier is like, if, I mean, you throw this game in a, ton, in a freaking box and send it back to like five years ago, even, um, I would have think you had gotten the names wrong on the box score, uh, because what is you know what is the SEC team doing throwing forty six passes passes and rushing for right. forty eight total yards. Right. Um, while UCLA is uh, having just as you know just as much net success on the ground as they do in the air, like that's kind of nuts. And UCLA
1: is a solidly talented team. They're ranked like 22nd in the team talent composite. Um, like they're a good team.
0: Yeah, people uh, always just like harp on Chip not getting recruits because they're in LA, uh, right. but he's still you know. I mean, you're always gonna not always. If you try a little bit, you're gonna hit a minimum threshold. Um, I mean, of honestly,
1: in LA. some some Oregon fans might bristle at this, and I'm not saying that they're the same, but UCLA's talent right now compared to like late 2010 or late 2000, like 2009, and even. Not the 2010 maybe, but in some spots, like the talent level is not that different that yeah, man. DTR
0: could be Darren Thomas for sure.
1: Exactly. That's the first <laughs> that's the first thing you go to is is yeah.
0: And the thing and is I like uh is a great running back. I don't think anyone's yeah. denying that. Um right, and there's some solid defensive pieces too. And that's the thing about those old Oregon teams is like there were never a ton of studs, like they were just ballers. Exactly there were guys like John Boyette who just wanted to go hit people. Right. Or there were like, uh, you know, Kenny Rowe. Like, I guess he was a little earlier beginning of the, his tail end was the beginning of the chip era, but like, I don't know, man, I I think you're right. This this UCLA team could make a lot of noise Um, and shoot. Maybe, maybe they do heat up and, Oh, wow. Nevada just had a crazy catch interception. Um, Maybe they do heat up, and maybe they are plowing through those wins, like in that tough stretch we mentioned last episode. Yeah, Um, if they're
1: that much better than
0: than these teams, Um,
1: I mean, they're I right now. You look at their schedule; they could be undefeated for that Oregon game.
0: Yeah. Because here's the Fres- thing is we were taking UW dub for granted this whole time they have a bye week after this week then they get fresno which i mean maybe a trap game but you got stanford next week i don't think you're really looking forward to that too much yeah, asu on the to. road that's tough yeah um Arizona. yeah i have to claim
1: i have to claim my vindication on the on the u point when yeah. you questioned whether there's another conference
0: loss on the schedule, I told I told you, I, told you this. This. I was literally they thinking. Choke about it. It. I was like, "Why any the fuck game, did I defend these idiots yesterday?"
1: They like, can choke any game to an FCS team. Uh, this is the this. I mean, uh, even I didn't foresee this happening. But bro, there's always one or two times where you're gonna wake up Sunday morning, and you're gonna <laughs> just be like. What the fuck did Washington do last night? Like Washington's bad drunk. That's what they I are. don't Yeah, I don't know like wake up tomorrow, I don't know what it's going to be like. I'm going to be like did did Washington really lose to an FCS
0: game? Right? It's unreal. It's unreal. Yeah, can we let, let's let's talk about how we feel about this game a little more. Um, thank you for texting me about this because I was not really aware that. Um, I'll just kind of outline my, my timeline here. Uh, I checked this score in the first quarter or maybe first half. And it was like three, seven to three. Um. So yeah. I just kind of assumed UW would pull away at some point. Uh, thank you for texting me about it because I turned it on just in time um, to see mom's uh, get the ball back and kick a, f- no, they missed the field goal. Um, they were up 10, seven, missed the field goal. Uh, UW gets the ball back. <laughs> just like they were putting a pretty good drive together actually. Um, and then the pick was there and it's just like, what how first of all how much of this game did you watch and second of all like why did this happen how did this happen yeah it's a very dumb question but like i'm i would love to tell you
1: i would love to tell you i watched this entire game but the reality is i texted you as soon as i turned it on i (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) maybe we should do a rewatch of this game (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I just kind of, you know, I mean, I, I watched a lot of the games, but I'm watching other stuff. I figured Washington's playing an SC, FCS team. I'll catch you up on the highlights tomorrow and, and get, you know, look at my thoughts of it. I saw them score their first touchdown. They had an awesome drive the first, t- the first drive of the game to get the touchdown. And so yeah, I kind of just assumed, guy, yeah, I just kind of assumed, okay, well, you know, even if it's a little, and I, and I saw it weighing on as set at seven, three, but I, you know, even if it's a little ugly, they're going to win this game. No question. And then I checked Twitter some point in the third quarter and just saw people saying, Oh, I can you know, I'm not going to say anything about this because of the Oregon game and stuff. And it was funny. And I was like, Oh, what's going on there? And I turned it on right as Washington, right. I, right. As Montana. Uh, Montana was scoring that touchdown to go up 10-7. And so I watched the rest of it from there and just watched just a ridiculous display from Washington. Um, yeah,
0: man. I mean, I'm looking at this box score right now, and I cannot – I can maybe see one, like, genuinely decent individual stat line from both teams in this game. Like, they're – this was fucking ugly. <laughs> and not like dominant defense ugly i i think there's a very clear not this is, uh, Sorry. is there's there's a one. Difference between week those one it's week one
1: we don't know really whether this game was any different than georgia clemson <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey man montana georgia on a neutral field you never know
1: you never know
0: that sec bias can really creep in <laughs> If you remove I'd... the uniforms,
1: which roster are you really taking, Montana or Georgia?
0: Oh, Georgia would eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Washington had oh sixty-five God. rush yards in this game. <laughs> um, How is that possible? They, Dylan Morris, that's his name, right? Dylan, Dylan Morris. Yeah, four, yeah. three interceptions. Um. <laughs> See my problem with this is like I don't like usually in in a game like this that UW pulls out like I would see some tweets from UW fans or even Duck fans about like oh you know like UW like gained a lot of yards but they just threw some picks in the red zone or something like that like I would I don't think that's what happened in this game but I think there was you know I didn't I don't have any sort of reference point for like a legitimate explanation <laughs> as to why this happened um all i have is this box score in front of me and until i scroll through the uh scroll through it like play by play i i'm at a loss for words like
1: yeah yeah
0: hold on i want to i want to try to find some penalty yards on here
1: oh Let's my god these
0: box scores are trash go say something please
1: just, just screenshots from, uh, from Softy's account and stuff. Softy oh, the, the, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I retweeted one of them. Um, <laughs> third down conversions for both teams. I love this. Montana two for thirteen. <laughs> this is an FCS school that went into a Power Five opponent's house and beat them on their home turf. And they went two for 13 on third down. Washington went four for 14. Um, <laughs> and I like how Montana never really like, like did anything, you know, you, sometimes in these type of upsets, it'll be like a trick play or, you know, app state with a blocked field goal or two of them or whatever. And it's just like Montana didn't really stick their necks out. I don't think they didn't, play well they didn't do anything special all they did was like they they went for it on fourth down once and they missed it um they only had 232 net yards all night penalties weren't even really a factor like I guess these were just two terrible offenses I really don't know how else to say and Washington committed in three turnovers to Montana's none I shouldn't say Montana played well when I watched the game, but, like, their yeah. offense certainly didn't. Like, there were no explosive plays. I mean, they even missed a field yeah. goal. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Let's just not, clean not... up
1: the rest of this this Pac-12 real quick. Yeah.
0: Do you want to um, talk about conference perception at all, or do you want to just, like, let that – we can talk about that on Tuesday or maybe never again, because I don't know if it you... – yeah,
1: I think the conversation can be in part saved for Tuesday and then especially after we see those. I mean, Washington and Oregon have big games next weekend. and, and Dude, watch Washington,
0: Washington be Washington, Washington. That's what I'm saying. Washington. I'm calling it right now.
1: Who knows? Um, but, I mean, Oregon, I don't think it really matters that they didn't look great. Stanford is bad, um, <laughs> which we now know. Stanford is bad. Yes. Oregon State, I was really pulling for over Purdue. That would Same, have been fun, yeah. But they couldn't get it done, but they played competitively um, enough, you know. Uh, and it looks like these these three games that, dark, that are winding down right now, BYU is going to beat Zona. Nevada is probably going to beat Cal. Um,
0: Washington State, and, Utah State, I was afraid to turn on. Because the score line was five to three for a very long time, um, but it wasn't. It's, gonna... it's
1: now twenty-three, eleven. Now I think that Washington State's going to win. God, what a um, score line! But I mean, Cal, Cal, and Stanford looking not great is a
0: hit. Nevada's not a bad team, though. But that is not bad. But dude, like, yeah, yeah. This is the difference, right? As I think about Mississippi State today. Um, lower-end SEC school by, you know, anyone's standards. Um, They were playing Louisiana Tech, and they were losing for a while. And then they came back and won, and it's like it never even happened. Um, Right. Yes, Nevada is better than Louisiana Tech, probably, but, like, Cal – what are you doing? This is...
1: Did you see, on the other hand, did you see Eastern Tennessee State beat Vanderbilt by 20? Bro.
0: That's awesome.
1: But, yeah. No, you're right. UCLA you ha- handling did you see, uh, LSU is big, though.
0: So. UConn today?
1: No, what did UConn do?
0: Bro, they lost to Holy Cross. <laughs> by 10 points i didn't know holy cross had a football team
1: (laughs) oh my god the only
0: reason i've ever heard of holy cross is because the ducks played them in the tourney one year when we were the one and they were the 16 oh my god yeah yeah um also Rutgers beat the shit out of temple today uh i know so many people like temple in
1: that game too
0: i know i I tried to it's funny actually. I um I bet on Temple and then the book I was on canceled the bet. Like they're allowed to do that they can just cancel your bet and refund you the money before the game. Um, so go. they actually canceled the bet like a couple of days ago cuz the line moved so much towards Temple and then they just did that. Dewan Mathis Wait, is Temple's quarterback. They're allowed to do that though.
1: That's insane.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, it's like a push. Just hand it back to you.
1: Are you allowed to cancel the bet?
0: Uh, I think. I don't. I don't know. Probably, maybe not. Actually, I'm not sure. I mean, the like, bookie's got all the power, man. They, so, uh, one other game I want to mention: Maryland West Virginia. I don't know if you watched any of this, but it was a really good game down the stretch.
1: Um, I didn't know. <laughs>
0: uh, little Tua did a good job. He had 300 yards and three touchdowns. Um, I don't really think I got anything else, man. We went through all these games, all of them. I think,
1: I think we hit it all. I think this was a good start off to the reaction podcasts. Um,
0: and I yeah, think we'll it see you all again yeah.
1: Tuesday for Ohio State week, I guess.
0: Yeah, we promise we'll be a little more uppity next time. Well, actually, no, we don't because we might lose. But I will be at least because I am exhausted right now. It's like 2 a.m. on the East Coast.
1: Yeah, we'll have a film review in us by then. It'll be fun. Yeah, it will um, be
0: fun. Yeah, football's fun, you know.
1: Oh man, this was this was an awesome day.
0: Felt so That's good. Just an awesome day. So good to be back, not worrying about like f- fucking teams forfeiting or like yeah stadiums being empty or like teams being on different schedules entirely. Um or like season timelines. It was just nice. It was nice to sit down all day and watch college football. I was very grateful. That was awesome. Um, Yeah, man. Uh, Go Ducks. (laughs) Go Ducks. (laughs) Oh, boy.